This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Hello and welcome to tonight's CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable. I'm your host, Nick Qualia, sitting here with Marvin Zahn and with Mike Molino. So, NFL Draft coming on, all virtual. Uh, overall, we were just talking uh, before we started recording the show. Pretty good draft. I mean, I'm happy with it. A lot of people are pissed because they didn't really get any giant names. But, I mean, you guys overall, pretty good? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I like this draft a lot. Well, yeah, and I, I was telling you, I mean, I was waiting all night. That first round took forever. I mean, not nearly. I don't think it took as long. It might have went a little longer than Marv when we did that, the live show a couple years ago. That, that one. Was, that one was a long night. That one. Would. The Sony, the Sony <laughs> Michelle year? Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, Sony. By the last pick, my brain scrambled. I said, Sony <laughs> Michael. I was. That one took forever. But this one, too. And we're sitting there waiting. Like, a ton of rumors on the Patriots going to trade up, blah, blah, blah. They're going to go after a quarterback. This could be it. We get to 23, and Bill, or his dog, decides to trade out. I was so mad. I was so mad when he decided not to pick a 23. That's the only way. That's the only reason I was watching that draft still. Right. If he traded out. <laughs> but I'm not surprised because that's what he does. And the first pick, when he actually did make a pick, uh, Division Two also does not shock me at all. So, guys, talking about the draft, let's go over who we think the Patriots... Who's your favorite pick that the Patriots grabbed in the 2020 NFL draft? And like I said, there were a lot of people, I think I saw on Twitter, and I didn't even watch it, but Colin Coward uh, ripping the Patriots for the draft. A lot of people seem to like the draft, but then you got people like that who think the Patriots did absolutely nothing. They stuck at the draft. People are ripping Bill Belichick for his drafting skills. Uh Guys, who's your favorite player that the Patriots drafted in the 2020 NFL draft that you see having a decent, a good amount of success with the team going on into the future? Marvin, start with you. What do you think? Towards the end of the year, you know, one of the Patriots' weakness was their linebacker core. Yeah, you had Jamie Collins, you had um, Dante Hightower and those guys, but the linebackers were getting killed by the end of the year. The defense wasn't as strong as it was to start off with. And then you lose some guys. You know, you lost Landon Roberts, you lost Kyle Vinoy, you lost um, Jamie. Who, who else did you And Landon Roberts and all those guys. So now, drafting Josh Uche from Michigan, I really like that pick in the second round. Um, this is a versatile linebacker. This is a guy, we, with his skills, he gets to the quarterback. That's something that the Patriots have been struggling with throughout the years is to get to the quarterback. Josh Uche is someone that's his specialty, but he also has enough speed where he can cover you know, the tight ends. He can track the running backs. And I think his versatility is going to be key in this Patriots defense that's always switching from 3-4 to 
you get a guy who's similar to like a Chase Winovich role and you can mold him into being better. I think he has a lot of upside. When we think of upside in this draft, I think he's the player who has the most upside here. He didn't play much his um senior year. He was, you know, he he played maybe 60 to 75% of snaps. So that's the only, you know, issue there, but I think with the Patriots system learning behind uh, Dante Hightower and and all of those guys. I think he's going to be great on the, with this team. All right, he's got some good veterans to sit behind and wait and watch and learn. But, I mean, you also mentioned Chase Winovich. I mean, Michigan, teammates. Like, they've already got uh, chemistry sitting next to each other. So that's a great yep. – That's that was – we talked about this before, so we didn't pick the same guys. He was going to be my guy, but I jumped too late at it. Um, <laughs> but he was also tied with the guy that I ended up picking. But – just the fact that he played with Chase Winovich and he's so versatile, I think is going to be huge with the Patriots defense. And you know, that's what Bill wants. Bill wants guys who can do multiple things. And that's exactly what he can do. His, his speed is what attracts me. He has enough speed to really, cause you know, the, like I said, the linebackers slowed down at the end of the year. They weren't fast enough. Patriots get killed by, you know, speedy um, running backs off the back. And quarterbacks. Field. I mean, you know, they so- got smoked by Lamar Jackson. Exactly. So now if you get a guy like Uche who can, you know, track and he's he you can focus him in on third downs to rush the quarterbacks. But in the first and second down, you can have him cover. So I, I love this pick a lot. All right, Mike, before we jump over to you guys with currently no NBA, NHL or MLB. I did see that ESPN could be buying some rights to South Korean baseball. So let's go right there. Let's start betting on that. You what? might think that there's nothing to bet on. Well, guys, you'd be wrong, especially if ESPN does buy the rights of the South Korean Baseball League. Our exclusive partners, BetOnline, still has hundreds of sports events and games to wager on, or you guys can let them bring Vegas to you with their online casino and blackjack, all open 24 hours a day and all online, including their $750,000 poker series. If you're into props and entertainment, you guys can still bet on Survivor, which I hear is a really good season. I don't watch Survivor, but people are loving it. Big Brother, American Idol, stock prices, and even the weather. Visit the website or use your mobile device and join today to receive a 100% welcome bonus. With your first deposit, be sure to use promo code CLNS50. That is CLNS50. Bet online, your online wagering experts. All right, Mike, who's your guy? Who is your favorite pick of the Patriots 2020 NFL draft? Coming out of Alabama, you know, you know the connection that Bill Belichick and Nick Saban have. Uh, they took Anthony Jennings with the third in the third round, uh, 87th overall, and that's the pick right there that really stands out to me. First and foremost, you know I'm always a fan of anybody coming out of Alabama. I know one guy that I used to try to hype up a lot that didn't work out for the Patriots was Cyrus Jones. I thought he was going to be the next big thing for the yeah, Patriots. Yeah, he crashed and burned. <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> we saw how that, but history has shown, even though they messed up with that Cyrus Jones pick, uh, they once took a linebacker out of Alabama, and that was Dante Hightower. We saw how he has panned out for the New England Patriots. So this guy, Anthony uh, Jennings, could be another solid linebacker coming out of Alabama that can really, you know, be a solid piece for this Patriots uh, defense. Um, He's filling in, probably going to take over for the Landon Roberts role, and you can see that the Patriots in some ways are starting to get younger. You know, Landon Roberts is out the picture now. I mean, he was still a relatively young guy. But you bring in a guy like Anthony Jennings to fill in that Landon Roberts role. He's a little bit bigger. I think he's about six foot three, whereas Landon Roberts is only about six feet tall. Um, and one thing this guy was known for a lot 
in Alabama was being able to get a lot of pass deflections. I feel I, if I read correctly from his stats in 2018, uh, he had about 11 pass deflections uh, playing outside linebacker. So he has long enough arms to help disrupt the quarterback, the opposing quarterback, and, and try to make plays down the field. So, you know, put him there with, you know, the guy Marv just mentioned, Uche, and, you know, Winovich is there as well. The Patriots want to make sure their defense stays strong. You know, you get go younger, you have young athletic guys stepping in there, and there's not going to be, in my opinion, much battle for Jennings to get playing time. I mean, some guys that are still on the roster. Derek Rivers, who knows what really happened to him. Um, <laughs> yeah, he, he had – People I, thought he was going to be a stud. I thought he was yeah, going to be a stud. I, 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 and he I, I, just disappeared. Rivers. Derek Rivers is good in Madden. If you ever played Madden, I mean, I played Madden 18 <laughs> a lot. He was good in there. But uh, another guy like that Brandon. That was Poole. <laughs> Brandon Copeland. Like a couple of these guys. John Simon, who I think is going to be around this year again. Simon's uh, nice. Simon's good. And so, you know, the competition isn't too wild for Anthony Jennings to step up and try to make an impact early. You know, they took him pretty early being in the third round. So I'm really big on this pick, and I can't wait to see, you know, a linebacker rotation of, you know, possibly Jennings. Jawan Bentley's going to be back. You know, Dante Hightower is still there. is the leader of the defense. I can't wait to see, you know, a young linebacking, linebacker core really start to take over New England who can really step up and be somebody who stands out. Dude, I'm telling you, Poole back in back in Madden, I forget what year he was even with the Patriots. He was the best <laughs> kick returner. That guy had Jets in Madden. You couldn't catch him. Uh, my guy, Kyle Duggar. And at, like, I'm not going to say it or an act like I, I knew that name when the Patriots drafted him. I was like everybody else when they drafted a Division II kid out of Lenore Ryan. It's like, who the hell is this guy? First of all, Bill, you trade out of the first round, and your first pick of the draft is a Division II safety? You start looking into the the projections and the numbers on him, and I got excited. I got excited about this kid. He's a big kid. He's bigger than Patrick Chung, and he's also bigger than Devin McCourty. And those are two guys who are going to be retiring at some point. I would assume relatively soon. They're getting up there in age. And Duggar is six foot one, two hundred and seventeen pounds. That's a big kid, and he's also what you hear about him is he's freakishly athletic. Division two defensive player of the year uh, last year, even though I think he only played six games and. He's smart, and that is a big thing with the Patriots. You know, Bill Belichick loves guys who are smart. He is – he. so senior year, built a laser times 40-yard dash machine. This is a story they also told, I believe, on ESPN or wherever uh, they were talking about on TV. Built a laser times 40-yard dash machine for his senior project as an engineering physics major with two of his teammates. I mean, the kid was a physics major. He spent six years in college. But he was battling injuries at different points of his college football career. So he fought, he grinded, he battled his way to get drafted relatively high in the NFL draft. So this is a kid that I am excited to see join this team. And he could be potentially, I mean, Patrick Chung was drafted in the second round. He could potentially be a solid successor for Devin McCourty or Patrick Chung at the safety position. And anyway, I think he was projected to be a one or first or a second year starter. Yeah, bigger, bigger than, bigger and faster than everyone in the division. So he stood, he stood out right away. And like, like Mike mentioned, this defense is getting younger, is getting faster. You know, 
this was a great defense last year, but we saw at the end of the year, things started to slow down for them. So if you can get some more speed, get some more athleticism in there, especially at the safety division, I really like where the Patriots are going with their defense. Yeah, and you know, you almost you knew that they had to do it because you look at the defense last year and like and we were I mean, there was the the boogeyman nickname, and you knew that they were old and they ended up slowing down the boogeyman nickname. Pissed me off once these yeah. once they started to stink. I don't ever want to hear no nickname ever again in the Patriots organization. Listen, I was a, I'm a big fan. I was a big fan of Kyle Van Noy, but there were times I was like, dude, you just you gotta stop. You gotta stop talking. You got you you're gonna bury the team by doing this. That's a Miami. <laughs> Another thing about Duggar, though, is he's a dynamic punt returner. So even if he's not being right. used on defense, on the defensive side of the ball in his first year, he could be put back as the punt returner, which, you know, again, Bill loves versatility. So I think Duggar, I think that pick, although, again, I'm not going to sit here and act like I knew that name the second that Roger Goodell announced that the Patriots picked him. But now that I'm looking into it, big fan of this pick, big fan of Kyle Duggar. Yeah, I like I like Duggar. I like Duggar a lot. And just, you know, the fact that everyone's going to just say who the hell is he and don't believe him because he's a Division two. you root for a guy like that. Yeah, but it was just like, man, you don't pick in the first round when people are talking about maybe potentially drafting a guy with like a decent, like Tua or like trading up to get a quarterback. And then you trade out and then your first pick is a safety from a Division two school. I mean, it was Bill. And there was nobody who wanted to be on camera less than Bill Belichick. Every time they showed the Patriots coaches, he was gone. His chair was empty. Phone. On his phone somewhere. <laughs> he, was, he, had, he wanted nothing to do with those cameras on him at his house. All right, guys. This is the CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable. I'm your host, Nick Qualia, sitting here with Marvin Zahn and with Mike Molyneux. So, guys, as we know, Tom Brady gone 20 years. Thanks for the memories, pal. Down in Tampa Bay getting kicked out of parks because he's not listening to these rules that Tampa Bay parks are closed. He's getting booted. He's walking to the wrong people's houses. I don't know. Tampa Bay is doing things to Tom Brady. Things are Tampa Bay is affecting his brain. Tampa Bay. Guys, the Patriots did not draft a quarterback in this NFL draft. And they had chances. I mean, a guy like Jake Fromm from Georgia – he dropped a ton. There was points where you're looking at the board, you're like, is this guy still here? And then also another guy who was linked to the Patriots was Jacob Eason. He also dropped a time. So the Patriots had their chance to go after a quarterback, and they didn't do it. So, guys, the question is, did the Patriots make a mistake? Are you mad that the Patriots did not draft a quarterback here in this year's NFL draft? Because, again, they had their chances. They had plenty of chances. They had a million picks this year. They could have gotten a guy if they wanted to, but they chose not to. Guys, was this a mistake by the Patriots to not draft a quarterback? Mike, let's start with you. What do you think? I know the popular opinion is probably going to say it's a mistake. The Patriots should have got another guy in here to, you know, battle with Stidham for that starting quarterback position heading into 2020. I don't see it as a mistake at all. You know, as much as I don't have a lot of faith that Jared Stidham is the next, you know, up-and-coming quarterback in the NFL, I'm not mad at the fact that the Patriots are – going to say, hey, we're going to roll with him in 2020. You know, they haven't really come out and said any kind of solidify, this is our quarterback of the future type, you know, comments. But it all signs point to Jared Stidham being the guy in 2020 as the quarterback. You know, they signed, I think, two undrafted uh, free agents to bring in to battle, I guess, during camp for, you know, the second, third string. I don't know what that's going to look like for Hoyer, but they have guys in there. But, but Stidham is their guy. In my opinion, you know, you roll out in 2020, obviously Stidham will be there. 
but for your scouts, you know, years before it's been Brady for the most part, Brady's been playing at a pretty high level. I would think that as the scouts are probably looking at college quarterbacks to maybe bring in to be, play behind Brady or the next coming thing, you know, their focus probably wasn't too into, okay, we need a quarterback to take over right now, right then and there. Patriots have a full year now, you know, as long as sports gets rolling again, to really focus in on, okay, in the 2021 draft, you know, we are taking a quarterback. Stidham can hold it down in 2020, but 2021, our top priority is going to be to draft a quarterback, take all the time necessary to analyze the guys out there in the college world, uh, the quarterbacks out there, and and make a move in the next year's draft to draft somebody really high that can really take over. Unless Stidham pans out to be something amazing, which, you know, we'll, we'll wait to see. Uh, I think they can wait till next year to really focus in on drafting a quarterback that can probably take them into the next several years. I saw an edit on Twitter of Trevor Lawrence in a Patriots jersey, in the new Patriots jersey. And let me tell you, I like the look. <laughs> Big fan of the look. Mark, before we jump over to you, guys, with currently no NBA, NHL, or MLB, ESPN might be playing South Korean baseball games, though. You might think there's nothing to bet on. Well, you would be wrong. Our exclusive partners, betonline.ag, still has hundreds of sports, events, and games to wager on, or let them bring Vegas to you with their online casino and blackjack, all open 24 hours a day and all online, including their $750,000 poker series. If you're into props and entertainment betting, you can still bet on Survivor, Big Brother, American Idol, stock prices, and even the weather. Visit the website or use your mobile device and join today to receive a 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Be sure to use promo code CLNS50. Bet online, your online wagering experts. All right, Marv, what do you think? Are you pissed the Patriots didn't grab a quarterback? Not at all. Patriots, at when they had the first round, 23rd pick, they saw all the quarterbacks that were left, and they decided none of them are better than Stidham right now in our system. And they moved on. They went to go focus on the defense. And that's what they if that's what the Patriots are saying, I believe it. They think that none of those other quarterbacks were going to come in and be better than Stidham at that moment in time. Then fine. If it wasn't going to be Tua, if it wasn't going to be Barrow, then that that was pretty much it. They think that they, they obviously have high hopes on Stidham. And another thing we got to remember, Stidham's replacing Tom Brady. We all know that. But the last two years, the Super Bowl year and this past year when we lost in the divisional round. What were you really asking out of Tom Brady? You weren't asking Tom Brady to be spectacular. It was a more of a running offense. You know, make sure you get the third down and don't make mistakes. We weren't asking Tom Brady to go out there and throw for three to four touchdowns a game. And that's what Stidham's going to walk into. He's going to walk into that same type of offense where you're going to be game managing. And hopefully the defense is still rock solid. Sony Michelle can get better. And you're going to have some better pieces around you with these tight ends that you drafted. So I don't think that. You know, you need a quarterback to come in here and just start going crazy like it's 2007 again. But as long as Stidham can be able to be a game manager, think everything's going to be okay. And they, that's the reason why they didn't go after a quarterback. Mike brought up the free agents, that the undrafted free agents that they brought in. And I still believe they might bring in another veteran quarterback in there just, just to really, you know, see what they have. That it's, it's still early into the offseason. We'll see what the Patriots do. I'm more upset you didn't get a wide receiver in this draft more than <laughs> that <quarter>. one. <laughs> that is crazy. I'm, I'm with you on that. I can't believe 
Like they had a ton of picks. I can't believe they didn't take this a was if there was receiver. a year. If there was a year. <laughs> if there was one year to grab a freaking receiver, it was this year. They didn't do it. But they didn't want to screw. They know they've been screwing up. They didn't want to this was the generational draft of receivers. Like we're talking high talent receivers. But hey, what do I know? Hey, they got Lee. They got Marquise Lee. They did get Marcus Lee. If, he, if Marcus Lee can stay healthy, that's not a bad move at all. That's that's a pick that I mean that was a uh, a pickup that I liked a lot. Yeah. I'm excited to see what he can do, especially I mean it just adds to depth. Um, I, and, and I'm with you guys. I'm not mad at all that the Patriots didn't draft a quarterback because I think it speaks volumes to the Patriots have trust that Stidham can do it. And I mean, Mike, going back to what you said, if he doesn't pan out, you take a guy in next year's draft. If you really want to make a push, you can get a guy like Trevor Lawrence, which I would love. Trevor Lawrence is such a stud. But I think they have faith in Jared Stidham, and I don't think there was necessarily a rush to go after a quarterback. Again, like I said at the, at the opening of this episode, they had their chances. Jacob Fromm was there. Jacob Easton was there. They could have grabbed one of those two, but they feel confident enough that Jared Stidham can be an NFL-caliber quarterback, and especially in their system. And they felt like they could have used picks. And, you know, Bill's big on value. He thinks that picking the best player available at that time is the correct move. So if he doesn't want to go after a quarterback with a certain pick, he doesn't have to. And if he's going to go after defense, if he's going to go after other positions, even on the offensive line, they need depth there. They make these picks based on the best player available. And if there are better players on the board who are not named Jake Fromm and Jacob Eason, then he's not going to go after those quarterbacks. Nope. I think he's got a lot of faith in Jared Sidham. I think that really shows that he's got that that belief that this guy can be his quarterback of the future. And again, if not, guess what? You draft next year. Yeah, you, they could probably suck this year. You know, they could probably suck. And the draft pick might be something that they could definitely use to take a quarterback really early. And even if they suck, I mean, look, we've been watching this team. It's gonna, it, We would be upset. We're going to watch but. We've been watching this team win for so long. If they suck this year and they want to go after a quarterback next year, hey, great. Let's just let's build for some success in the future. Sure. I mean, it's 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 similar to what the Seahawks did in the early 2010s, right? They just kept building their defense, and there was just they was throwing darts at quarterbacks, throwing darts, bringing Matt Flynn, draft the quarterback, bringing someone, draft the quarterback. Then they've got Russell Wilson. And Wilson panned out for them, but what they they didn't they weren't tanking. They were just building their team around until they found their quarterback, and boom, we saw what happened with them. So I think the Patriots are doing something similar right now. Um, real quick before we wrap this up, still talking about quarterbacks here. What do you think is going on in Green Bay? Jordan Love. Yikes. I can't believe you could have. And like Aaron Rodgers, I think earlier that day on the Pat McAfee show is like, I would like to see, you know, a skill position drafted like a receiver, (laughs) some kind of weapon. And instead, they're like, hey, your backup plan, baby. Let's get love in here. Your successor. Crazy move. That's that. That move is really shocking. One, I think Jordan Love sucks, but (laughs) it's just just the fact that you bring him in there. Knowing that it's a what a first round a first rounder pretty much he was you know projected to be a first round quarterback, and it sucks for both Rogers pick and Love. Six, I think, right? That's the pick they had. Right, and it sucks for Love too because Love is not <laughs> Love's not playing. 
You're going to be sitting there for three years. You're not going to get a chance to play whatsoever. So by the time you get moved on, your draft value, your value is going to go down. It's just it's a messy situation for both sides. For Love, it sucks for Rodgers because now he, you know, his team's shown that they're they're ready to move on or they don't care about his assets whatsoever. They've gotten no receivers as well. I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on in Green Bay. It was just so funny hearing him on that episode earlier in the day. And then... <laughs> If they go and draft the guy who's going to replace him. And honestly, I mean, watching the the Aaron Rodgers fans melt down because they are so gung-ho that he's better than Tom Brady. Watching him melt down. Oh, he's the most talented quarterback of all time. Win some so win some more Super Bowls, buddy. That's all I got to say about that. He's on playing until his mid-40s like Brady, so. Yeah. Rodgers is going to play for a long time. <laughs> he's going to be probably good now with the Packers. Time. Yeah, that's the thing. They they grabs they grab somebody. We can't end this episode. We're not even talking about the same topic anymore. But they grabbed his successor in the first round. You don't draft a quarterback in the first round for him to sit on his ass for another five years. But you draft also, him to play in the next couple. The Rogers still got like three years left, so I don't. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense. It was a wild move. It was a wild pick. All right, guys, that was the CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable. Again, Nick Qualia, Mike Molino, Marv Zahn. Guys, follow us on Twitter. Garrett's got us right now with our little Twitter handles. I think, if not, I'm going to look real stupid. We'll be back next week. You guys can catch the show on YouTube and iTunes. Rate and subscribe on iTunes, guys. A lot of people don't even know the show is there. Go check that out on iTunes if you want to hear the audio-only version. Again, Nick Qualia, Marv Zahn, and Mike Molino. Guys, we'll be back next week. Thanks for watching. So visit FanDuel.com slash Boston and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, Kentucky, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700, or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia, or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit GamblingHelplineMA.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York.